Yo, 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 what's up, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Off the Bench podcast. And the reason this is a special episode is because we're going to remember somebody we lost about a year ago, and that um, person is Kobe, the Mamba, Bryant, and his lovely daughter, um, Gianna. Mm-hmm. And um, as always, I'm your MC with my co-MC, Franklin uh, Hamilton. Yes, sir. And days. And um, yo, I'll be honest with y'all. We we low key forgot um that it was the anniversary of Kobe yesterday. R.I.P. That's why we're doing this special episode. So the start of you know, the start us off right. What's um, what? When did you realize, Mac, that, that that Kobe was that guy? Like, what's your Mamba moment for Kobe? Uh, yeah, so that, that's a good question. So, like, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would, when I first really started watching the NBA was about 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. So I was about eight or nine years old. And right off the bat, I was like, I was just going to hate the favorite. You know what I mean? Like, the Lakers were, like, dominating at the time mm-hmm. with Shaq and Kobe. And... You know, as a kid, you always try to, like, root for the underdog. Yeah, for so sure. in 2004, when the Pistons were playing against the Lakers, I was rooting for the Pistons because they were the underdog. Okay. And then when Shaq left, and then Kobe kind of went through that weird time between, like, 05 and 07 where he was just, like, shooting. He was trying to win every game by himself. I mean, he, he, he was succeeding, though. Oh, he was. He was he dropping was doing it. Well, he didn't have anyone else on his yeah. team, so I'm not blaming him mm-hmm. for that at all. But I think the moment when I really saw the Kobe mentality was right when he carried his team to the finals. He had a pretty good team, but he brought the team to the finals in 09. Um, he lost in 08, but when he beat the Magic in 09 and then beat the Celtics in 2010. That 09 team, was that um, Kobe? Um, was it Lamar? Yeah, Lamar, Pau Gasol. Metal World Peace? Yeah, Metal World Peace. Ron Art. <laughs> Ron Artest, man. Yeah, he was something uh. else. Uh, I just remember his focus, and like I, that's when I started hearing the stories about his work ethic and everything like that. And at mm-hmm. that time, I was like about to enter high school, and I was starting to take basketball really serious. And like at the time, Kobe was the guy to look up to when it came to like work ethic, you know, perfecting your craft. And I remember one story when I mean, it wasn't a story. I saw it happen. I think it was 2010, Game One of the Finals. Um, they were on a timeout, TV timeout, mm-hmm. and Kobe Bryant's sitting on the bench, and he's so zeroed in. Mm-hmm. And Chris Rock is sitting next to him as a fan, and Chris Rock's trying to crack jokes and all that. And you already know his jokes are probably yeah. fire. And Kobe just looked straight ahead and didn't even acknowledge Chris Rock, completely ignored him because he was so focused. And I'm like, bro. Because he, he, you know Chris Rock was probably saying some really funny stuff. Yo. And Kobe was so focused. I'm like, I need that kind of focus when I play ball. It's it's crazy, like how quick he switched gears. Yeah. Like like yo he like I seen Kobe tell jokes and everything. Like there's there's like a whole bunch of Kobe moments. But like yo he is all seriousness. I I was um a couple months back I was watching a, a clip of um I want to say it was um Jimmy Fallon. Uh, on um, he has this one show on ABC, and Kobe was a guest on it like years, years back. Mm-hmm. And it was when he was on a team that had um, Jeremy Lin, um, Swaggy P, and, and those boys. And like Kobe w- was injured at the time, and like they just won a g- game, and they were just cheering, they're just being serious. And you look at Kobe's face, and you like, 
I don't know why they're cheering for it. We're still dead last <laughs> yeah. in the Western Conference. Like, just because you won a game. And you, like, just saw it on his face. Like, he didn't care. Like, he was right. all business. Like, he wanted to win. But it took me. So, you got your Kobe moment. Like, what? Uh, your mom moment around 04? Like, uh, when you talk Kobe was the man. Like, he's that guy. Yeah, I, I always knew he was this guy. But I think, I think like, I was always so used to just being – I was always trying to root against him. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 09 – 2010 where I was like you know what why do I keep hating on this player when he's so good I could learn something from him and he's just like we're so blessed as a generation to have him in our lives I'm like Mm -hmm. instead of like hating I'm gonna start appreciating and that's when I was starting to just like really appreciate him was about 09 2010 when he started winning his two other titles that's that's real because that's about around the same time I was like yo it's Kobe. He that dude, bro. Yeah, like, he I, is. I ain't know what to say. So, like, it's around 09, the, the Western Conference Finals, bro. You feel me? It's um, it's the Denver Nuggets. And yeah, it's I the, remember this And it's the Lakers. And you feel me? Yo, it's Melo against Kobe. And you know me. I'm a big Melo fan. And, like, yo, I just saw Melo, Melo like, yo, Melo was guarding Kobe. Kobe was guarding Melo. And, like, yo, they're both sweating bullets. Yo, shot for shot, they matching each other. And, yo, I'm like, bro, they are really struggling. This is the whole series. Yeah. And, like, I'm hyped because I'm like, yo, the Nuggets might beat the Lakers because the Lakers weren't all that great. I'm all, yo, if Melo beat the Lakers, he's going to, the like, the finals. And he's he's going to get a chip. <laughs> I was hyped. Because they, they're going to play the Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I was hyped. And, yo, Kobe did what, what Kobe does, bro. He busts a couple threes in Melo's face. And, and Kobe went on a record for saying Melo was probably one of the hardest persons he had to defend. Now, not the current Melo, but like Melo in his prime. Yeah. Like it was hard to defend that dude just because, like, yo, he's a he's a bulky small forward. But like, yo, Kobe's doing it on both sides of the floor, and like he beat the Nuggets, and that was when I realized that yo, Kobe's that dude. Yeah. Like he sure. he is legit that dude, and you can't say anything. About that, like he's he's just that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every fan kind of got to a point with Kobe. Is like, there's nothing you can do because he just his performance can just mm-hmm. like overshadow everything. Like, I remember that I heard a story about his intensity. Uh, I think it was right around. It was between when Shaq left and when Pau Gasol, because because there was that mm-hmm. stretch where things his team wasn't winning games. He was still balling out, and he still he won some playoff games by himself. Literally, let me ask you something before you finish. So like. um the whole Shaq and Kobe beef, you feel me? Yeah. Like, like, like you know, you had to choose a side. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 like, for real. Like, like if, if you're a fan of basketball, even in the media, even players, you had to choose a side. Shaq or Kobe. Whose side are you on? Whose side was I on, yeah. on at the time? That was, that was way back. I really had to think about it. And To me, it's a no for, I know who I'm siding with. Honestly, I want to say I was probably on Shaq's side because, like, okay. Shaq was just super popular in the media. Right. He's, he's a goofy guy. And, like, back then, like, you feel me, until recently, like, we started caring about the point guards, the shooting guards. Mm-hmm. But back then, basketball, like, what, this is probably like a decade ago, maybe yeah. maybe less. But, like, we, we care about the big man. You, you, you need a dominant big man right. to win a game. And, like, Shaq proved that by winning the chip with D. Wade in, yeah. in Miami. So but you decide with Shaq on this, on on the whole beef. Yeah, not 
Do you do you still side with him now? Because I, I got I got some I got some stuff to say. I mean, I don't still side. Okay, cool. You're gonna have to jog my memory. I know I know the beef was about like Shaq wasn't taking it seriously, right? right. It, it was after yeah. that they lost to Boston, right? Yeah. yeah. So like Shaq wasn't taking it seriously. Well, you mean lost to Boston in 08? or well, when did Shaq leave? Well, the thing is, well, he they won three straight titles, and mm-hmm. then they lost in 04 to the the Pistons, and I think at that point it was already boiling over. But I mean, they were still winning games when the beef was going on, yeah. And it got to the point where they were just they were just coexisting, yeah. They were just kind of making it work. I mean, there's like a whole lot of things going on, like Shaq work ethic, yeah. That um alleged allegations with Kobe right. pop up. Kobe did not do it. I'll repeat that again. Kobe <laughs> did not do it. And like a whole bunch of things like pop up. I remember like yo Shaq call out Kobe in the media and he said, yo, he's a yo, he lock him up. He, he he's right. a rapist. Like lock him up. Like mm-hmm. like they were at each other next. And you feel me? I know in that moment I, I chose um Shaq. But like now that's like everything is calm now. Like like Kobe and Shaq are like super tight. I mean, the the reason why I kind of side with Kobe is because the thing with Shaq and Kobe is it, let's be honest about Shaq. He kind of hit the genetic lottery. Oh, for sure, it, exactly. Yeah, he didn't have so, to work hard. Exactly. So he whereas Kobe, he's six six and mm-hmm. he's obviously super athletic, but he had to like work for everything, and that's and. He could have caught. He also could have just cashed it in and still been really good in the NBA. But for him, he had to like give his all. And when he sees Shaq on the other end, just not giving his all, that frustrated Kobe. And this was a story I was about mm-hmm. to tell. Phil Jackson one time had to sit down with Kobe and was like, "Yo, like you're one hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. you're all in. That that is that doesn't exist with all these other players." Like this just doesn't exist. So your ceiling is non-existent. Their ceilings are like mm-hmm. your 70 percent, maybe even lower. And so like Kobe, he expected so much from himself, and this is how Michael Jordan was too. He expected so much from himself. He expected so much from other players, but I think he really expected a lot from Shaq because Shaq could have been he was he's art. But you imagine if Shaq had the work ethic as Kobe. Just I mean, imagine. It's, it's- it's the same thing like that, that we talked the other day about Allen I- Iverson. Yeah. Like, yo, you you guys have so much talent. And it's like, yo, some people are just lucky. You you got genetics or you just talented. You don't need to practice because your whole life you just always been that dude. And you feel me like Shaq is like, bro, I don't need to practice. <laughs> but if Shaq had like really, you feel me, like commit to the game, the health, not not like going like even Mickey D's, you feel me? Yeah, yeah bro. He will be dominant. I mean, he's already dominant though. But like, he's still he's still arguably the best center of all time. I can't think of anybody else better. Bill than Russell. Bill Russell. Yeah, it's Bill Russell. That is the the I, I, In my opinion, Bill Russell is probably number three or four all time. Bill Russell. Really? Yeah. Over World Two. Yeah. Oh no, it's no debate. No but, debate. Yeah, this is not Bill Russell over Will. We're gonna save that. For yeah, we, we, we're, we're, we're gonna yeah, say it's, it's all about Kobe. Kobe but no, I, I can go to town about Will. Okay. Bill Russell over Will Chamberlain. Okay. Yeah. So so let me ask you this: So like, Kobe last game. How, how did that make you feel, man? I mean, it, it was awesome for sure. I still got that recorded back you home on my granddad DVR. Yeah. It. I I remember watching some of it. I was more for some reason at the time I was more focused on the Warriors winning seventy three games, 
But I mean, it was still awesome. I mean, he to score sixty in his last game. Yeah. And, like, and the, the Jazz were like trying to stop him, mm-hmm. but they just couldn't stop him. And like, it was just like emotional, like because even even though Shaq and Kobe had that beef, he was they, there. He was there. Everybody you know what I mean? was there. And man. remember Shaq? Remember he gave that speech at his funeral. Everyone was so emotional, you know, Shaq mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan, and I think everyone in the basketball community was so heartbroken mm-hmm. by it. Where do you remember the moment when you found out when you first found out that Kobe passed? Yeah, away? yeah, um, I, I remember the moment. I, I was home, and you feel me. Um, I, I had taken a nap, and, and, and I woke up to like fifteen different text messages. Yeah, <clears throat> and then you feel me. People saying um, Kobe died, Kobe died. I'm all like, no, this is fake news. We, right. we, we hear celebrities die in the yeah. media all the time, but like, it, it, it's never what it, it like turns out to be. And then uh, one of my buddy, um, Coach um, Morgison, um, he he had me on his podcast a couple times. He hit me up and he said, "Yo, Kobe died." And I said, "No, you're bullshitting." Yeah. So I check it out, and yo, the Mamba was legit dead. And you feel me? When I said I cried for a good solid two minutes, and I was like, just in the shitty mood, I was like, this is crazy. I was actually staying on. Um, I, I had some roommates on um, um, Mike, Eric, yeah, um, Patrick. We were all just in, in like a shitty mood because like right. the Mamba is dead, and like th- this is somebody that's like probably impact two generations of yeah. like sports watchers. Yeah, I was just distraught, man. Where were you when um you found out the news? I was just having like my Sunday afternoon nap, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of like I was just chilling in bed. And one of my friends, his name is Christopher. Mm-hmm. This guy does not watch basketball at all. Like doesn't know anything about basketball. And he sends me a text out of nowhere, and he's like, "Yo, did you hear the news?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "What? What news?" And he says, "Kobe." I'm like, "Well, what about Kobe?" And he's like, "He he died." I'm mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? I was like, but he's also not the type of friend that would fall for some fake news. Mm-hmm. And then I went on Twitter and I saw, I mean, I think the weird thing about his death was, you know how when you see celebrities, some celebrities, they'll, mm-hmm. they're in the ICU, they're in critical condition. So you kind of like, you're kind of like hoping that he makes it out. Yeah. And then, but then you're, you kind of get that. That hope that like, it's not true. Yeah. Right. But then you're also preparing yourself for what might happen. This one was like that. Yeah, he's, like, he's dead. Cause, 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 like the thing with it, like a lot of news, like stations, CNN, MSNBC, every network, were like they they heard about the crash, but nobody wanted to report on it. Yeah. Um. Other than TMZ, cause you know TMZ don't care. <laughs> I know TMZ. <laughs> TMZ don't care, yo. Right. They, they came out the cut and said, yeah, he dead. Yeah, they straight just said right. like, "Yo, we we don't have no proof. All we see is a helicopter, smoke and fire." Yeah, and Kobe was on it, so he dead. Yeah, and like, and then you find out like his daughter was. Yeah, married. then you found out the rest even, of it. Yeah, so it just made it even worse, and it was just, it was crazy. And like, I was reading through Twitter, and like the whole mm-hmm. basketball community was just heartbroken, and even people who like, you know, like hated Kobe as a player, even all of those people I saw was just like. Everyone was heartbroken because it's, it just kind of like it united the whole basketball community together. No, you're right. It's just like Kobe passing. It was just proof that like sports bring people together. Yeah, you feel me? Like like no matter matter what it is, like sports is just it's just something that like if you if you're a fan of sports, like you come together either cheer for a team or dislike a team. And the passing of somebody that's like 
that's really big in sports probably on a Mount Rushmore. I, I know he for damn sure. My, <laughs> my, my, my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Just like pass away. And like I just saw people coming out the woodwork that I didn't know like had a relationship with, with Kobe. I was told Paul Pierce hated Kobe. Right. Um, Tracy McGrady. I know both of him and Kobe are like tight friends. You got Matt Barnes coming out the cut. Like everybody just coming out the cut. Be like, yo, I got this Kobe moment. I got this Kobe moment. I'm all like, yo, that's real. That's, yeah. that's real, man. I, yeah. yeah, I'll never forget it. I, honestly, it, that whole week was was tough. It was hard. Man. It was a rough week. It was a work, rough Cause, week. Because all the stories were coming mm-hmm. out and people, even reporters talking about their interactions with him and and just like, because like his daughter was going to be a baller. Yo. Yeah, she was she was good. I was watching um, ESPN yesterday as they were like, like, um, like remembering Kobe and like um, this reporter come up and said like, yo, Gianna had skills yeah. that would take like regular NBA players that he trained like years, like months, just to even like do do stuff like a fadeaway or like a, a turnover jump shot, like just to perfect it. And she was doing it. And like everybody in WNBA said, yo, she probably would have been the best WNBA player. Yeah. Because she had the genes for it. For yeah, sure. like yeah. it's just it, it's, it was tough because it's so obvious that Kobe was such a... Because you know the reason why he took the helicopter? He always he, takes the, the helicopter, right? He always takes it. Because you know the Clippers reason? were... The Lakers were playing that night, right? No, no. The, he was actually taking him and his daughter and a couple of uh, their friends and their daughters to a tournament. He, Kobe's reason was, was because during when he was playing for the Lakers... After practice, hit the LA oh, traffic, traffic yep. pick up his daughters mm-hmm. and everything. And he was just like, I'm going to cut all this time out and I'm just going to use a helicopter. And it was all about, it was all about family for him. Like mm-hmm. he, he viewed it as I'm trying to cut down on all the wasted time and try to spend as much time and be there for his family as much as he could. Mm-hmm. And it just is. And, and I actually heard that a lot of people take the helicopter in LA to like yeah, people, but I mean, if you balling like that, like right, yeah, I'm not knocking on it. It, it just it, sucks, you know. It was like one of those things where it's like he took the helicopter so many times, like yeah, like he he had a higher risk of probably getting a car accident, right, than actually getting a helicopter accident. It just so happened to ha- happen, like it's crazy. I don't know, it's tough, man. Yeah, it just like came out of nowhere. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I was co- like, what, what? What's Kobe? Thirty four, thirty six. No, I he was fairly young. He was 41, 42. Was he 40? Yeah, because he played through his 30, mid-30s. You're right. He was like 40, right. 40. He got drafted in the 80s, too. No, mid, Nin- mid-90s. Mid-90s, yeah, okay. Yeah, like 95, 96. Okay. But he was drafted as an 18-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, and then he retired in 16, 2016. But, like, he still had... He's still super young. Super young. He had so much life to live and yeah. yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it shook everyone. I mean, everyone was just like in disbelief. I remember going on two games, scoring like fifty with Kobe. I went, I went like pro difficulty just because oh, like I can't do this man, no, for Kobe. No, no, I, I, I did the same thing. So you feel me? I played, I played two K, and I said, "Cool, I'm gonna get eighty one. <laughs> I'm gonna get eighty one points for Kobe, twenty four rebounds. There you go. Did you do <laughs> and, it? And eight assists." And uh, I I got a little bit more because I had to increase the time right and everything just just to make sure I did it but like nah I I did that and um yeah man he's just he's just crazy and like 
Like, come on, when you take a jump shot, what's the first thing you yell? Kobe. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's just an impactful person that he's going to be missed. So, um, if you had to pick a player, closest player right now, reminds you of Kobe. Pick one. Mm-hmm. And an answer can be there's nobody. Because, like, just who's the closest player that you look at, you, you see glimmer and pieces of Like, Kobe. in terms of style play or, like – Intensity. In terms of style, play, and intensity, because if we're just talking about mom and mentality, yeah. I would say Russell Westbrook, but Russell Westbrook game isn't close to Kobe. No, I'm not even making comments. Don't, don't, don't touch on that. It's all about Kobe. It's all yeah. about Kobe, bro. So, so who's the closest player? You think? I feel like I'm not gonna think of anyone, and then after the podcast, I'm like, oh, that guy. I I got a name in mind, and I don't know if you're gonna agree. Go for it, Dame Dollar. Really? Huh? But Dame Dollar doesn't have like the fadeaway, he, he, you know, the post-up game. He, he doesn't, but but he has that dagger, and he has yeah. that like mentality. Like, like, he could carry a team by himself. Yeah. I do like how he's just going to yeah. stick with Portland. Well, like you feel him. But like, yeah, in terms of playing style, you're probably right. And closest player to come. I really can't think of anyone. You can't think yeah. of anybody? Well, because like people aren't um, – because cause Kobe, the re- he played like Jordan. Yeah, he played he, like he, Jordan. But like our generation and like the more recent generation. Nobody's really imp- like implementing Jordan play yeah. style, you feel me? Like maybe LeBron, but that's like Le- – Le- actually, not LeBron doesn't play like Jordan or, or Kobe. No. He has his own style. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I, I don't that know. That is tough. Yeah. yeah. That, that is tough. Uh, but – did you ever think you was gonna see Kobe Bryant like pass away? No. Like no, I, I at mean, this young, like in your age, did you think like you was gonna be like, "Hey, Kobe is really dead"? No, I mean I had no idea. I mean it it shocked me. It's just I don't know, man. It's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. Kobe. Um. Do you, Do you have any Kobe stories? Any Kobe stories? Um, I've honestly got like a few, like a few? really good stories. Yeah. What do you mean, Kobe story? So, so I have two mm-hmm. really funny practice stories. Okay. So the first one, do you you remember Luke Walton? Yeah. He 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 was a guy that kind of came off the bench. Mm-hmm. He he told a story about how he came into practice and it was very obvious he was hungover, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he's hungover, and Kobe immediately singles him out. It's like, oh, this guy's hung hungover. He's like, hey. Luke, you're guarding me this whole practice. Mm-hmm. And so Kobe just dominates him. So it's just funny how, like, Kobe will just, like, target players yeah. in practice. And there's another story. This one player named Isaiah Ryder. He was, like, a pretty solid guard. He was in the league for a couple of years. He played for, like, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So he, he gets picked up by the Lakers. Yeah. So I looked up his stats. He was averaging about 15 to 18 points per game. He was a pretty solid. He was a big dunker, uh, Isaiah yeah. Ryder. He was drafted by the um, Timberwolves, I right. believe. Yeah. So, so he gets picked up by the Lakers, and, like, during practice – uh, Ryder is just kind of like trying to make moves on Kobe because he's like the backup shooting guard, but, you know, we all know Kobe's the starter. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one play where Isaiah Ryder scores on Kobe in practice, and yeah. Isaiah Ryder, Ryder says – he makes a comment, and Kobe's like, oh, so it's like that. Okay, mm-hmm. you and me one-on-one after practice. And so then Phil Jackson's like, no, let's do one-on-one right now. Let's let's play right now. Okay. And so the veterans who were there, they would say like, you know what? Usually 
when coach calls practice off early, I'm out of there. But, man, when coach called practice off early to watch this one-on-one, all the vets were in. So everyone pulls up a chair. Oh, and, and apparently Kobe destroyed Isaiah Ryder. Oh, Ryder, of course. Like, killed him so bad. And everyone's like, man, you didn't have to do that. And I looked at Ryder's stats after that season. He never averaged more than 10 points. Kobe ended his career in practice. That's crazy. Yeah. I think um, another Kobe moment I could think of is um, Jordan Clarkson, the player that, that um, he used to play for the Lakers. And um, so he was telling the story of how Kobe, like after he, I think he got a layup or something, and he got fouled. And then he came back, and Kobe came up to him and said, bruh. You gotta stop driving to the paint like you light skinned, bro. <laughs> like, like, he just went up and be like, "Yo, bro, you, you drive to the paint yeah, like you're soft." Story. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like Kobe, just like, "Yo, stop driving the paint like you're soft, man." Like, you, you gotta drive to the paint like you dark skinned. So, yeah, that's funny. I, I just think that that's funny. But man, like, there's it, when when he passed away, so many stories were coming out. People were just talking yeah. about their experiences with him. It's just the impact that he made on people. Like, he's probably, like, he, he's going to be missed. Oh, yeah. Like, he's going to be missed. Could you see him, like, like a lot of people say they believe that Kobe was eventually going to, like, own the Lakers one day. Yeah. Or be, like, a, a huge part of that organization. Could you, like, see that happen eventually if yeah. he was still alive? Yeah, for sure. Because, like, I'll be honest. Like, I, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But even if LeBron wins – you know, it's up to debate. But even if LeBron wins a couple titles, I still think Kobe is still the face of that organization. I still think that. No, no, it, I, I agree with you. Like, I don't think I don't think LeBron can ever surpass Kobe in terms of the legacy within the Lakers organization. And I think it would have made complete sense for Kobe to take over the Lakers organization at some point. I mean, I just so like I just think like in terms of like the whole Kobe thing. I just feel like, in terms of legacy, LeBron doesn't have that. Like you feel me, Jordan has his his, his flu game, mm-hmm. where like yo, he we all know he had the flu, yeah, and like he persevered and he like he scored. Kobe, what he dropped eighty, he went to the free throw after he tore his Achilles. Achilles yeah. Like yo, he he has so many memorable games. You don't think LeBron has that? I can't no. think about it. Uh, like like I like could go I could okay we're, we're not making this about a look the but, block the but, block uh, anyway stop we're, it we're but, not gonna make this about LeBron but but hold up like you're um you're, you're right like when you think of the Lakers you think of like Kobe like when I think of the Lakers LeBron doesn't pop up no the first three players that pop in my my Magic mm-hmm. Kobe no Kobe's number one for sure because yeah. I, I think for in terms our of, generation it's yeah. Kobe. Yeah, I think in terms of legacy for the Lakers, for us, he passed like Magic. But it'll be Kobe, Magic, Shaq. Um, I mean, Jerry West, but I mean, for us. Yeah, I can't speak on it because, like. Yeah, we just don't. I mean, yeah. he's the logo, but we he's, don't talk about him. He, he's the logo. He's the, hey, that, that's just remind me of a hot take. I'm gonna ask you next okay. next well, podcast. Oh, it, okay. Just, uh, I, I, I'm gonna tell you after we stop recording. All right, all right. But people were saying that we people were suggesting we change the logo to Kobe's fadeaway, which I personally I'll be okay. With I'd that. be okay with it because I think I don't know. It just makes 
I, because Jerry West, like, I mean, it's a great logo. It looks good. But Kobe making him the logo from now on, I think it, it be, I think everyone would be a fan of it. Yeah. I really would. I, I feel like there's a lot of old money tied to the NBA yeah. logos where it's like. No one talks about Jerry West. No disrespect to Jerry West, obviously. Does he have a chip? I don't think he does. I think he has one. He has one? I, I, I know he was a sharpshooter. I know he was yeah. a sharpshooter, like, back in the day. But, like, I, I don't know. Like he, he doesn't have the – dude, I couldn't – I mean, honestly, I don't really know much about Jay Wilson. I don't know. That's the <laughs> yeah, thing. He, like, I don't know. He, like, like, we know his name, but I think, like, the next generation, the generation after that, they're not even going to know him at all. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be I, – I mean, you know. I mean, if – yo, if, if NBA accepts – uh, is listening to our podcast. I would urge you guys to change the logo to Kobe to Bane Bryant. Cause yeah, you they were like, thinking about doing it last year. They should have. I think they should. I still think they should. Like it, it was crazy. They didn't change the All Star game. Like the the layout. And when I said that's probably one of the best All Star games I ever watch. Like it's it's just crazy, man. Like the legacy. That Kobe left on it, like he impacted so many people. On Paul Gasol named his uh, his newborn baby daughter after him, Gigi. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Like, yo, he just yeah. yeah I don't know. Like, even um, Shaq's son came out and he said the same day Kobe died. Like, yo, he he texted Shaq's son. It just said something like, yo, good luck with your game or, yeah. or something, or keep on like working out or something like that. And like he, um, Sharif never replied back, and then he found the news, and he was like, "Damn, should have texted him back." So it's tough. It I don't tough. know, but um, you got any more Kobe moments, man? I anything else? I yeah. So the I, I just hear a lot of stories about his work ethic, and like uh, Jay Williams, he I think when he was first starting in the league, mm-hmm. he. Um, before I can't remember who Jay Williams was. He was more of a college player when he went into yeah, the Yeah, Jay Will was a big college player. Yeah, I think he before a game he, he was going to play against the Lakers, and that that time Lakers were winning titles. Mm-hmm. And he came into the practice facility and he saw Kobe also practicing. I don't mm-hmm. remember the specific where. So Jay Williams sees him practice and he sees him like hustling, mm-hmm. like he's already there breaking a sweat, practicing. And so then Jay Williams is he's like okay, so he practices for about an hour or two. And then he just leaves. Oh, this is the gym story. He came back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he was like, wait, you were practicing this whole time? And Kobe's like, yeah, when I saw you come in, I made sure to practice harder than you. Just so that you know, mm-hmm. like, you're not practicing more than me. You know what I mean? And I also heard another story where OJ Mayo, as a rookie, they, like, met up. And Kobe's like, okay, OJ Mayo. Because OJ mm-hmm. Mayo was, like, a – he was looking good in high school. Yeah. And – so he was like, hey, let's let's like, get together. And Kobe was like, all right, let's meet at 3. Mm-hmm. And OJ Mayo thought, like, meet at 3 p.m. So when 3 p.m. rolls around, uh, Kobe doesn't show up. And OJ's mm-hmm. like, Kobe just stood me up. So meets with him that night. And Kobe's like, no, we're meeting at 3 a.m. in the morning. Like, 3 a.m. Who gets up at 3 to play? Bro, he was crazy. He was, like, let's be real. Like, like yo, he... Kobe, he has an amazing work ethic. But, like, it was, like, borderline crazy. obsessive. Yeah. Like, yo... I have to be better. And, like, I think another Kobe moment, yo, the big three beat him. Kobe ha- has even, like, been on the record saying that, yo, that loss hurt. Yeah, in 08. Yeah, yeah. like, that loss hurt. Like, it, it, 
it hurt, and he came back, and he shut shit down. Yeah, bro. he beat them at. Yeah, that was crazy. Like yo, he shut shit down. Yo, ever since that loss, they never won a championship. No, and and and, and, and they could have like that. That was a good team, mm-hmm. and it's like bro, people was building teams just to beat that team, and Kobe with no Shaq. Yeah, beat them. Yeah, so like that's just it's crazy, and all the buzzer beaters Kobe's had. Yeah, dude, there was that one year. I think it was like 2009, 2010 or mm-hmm. something. Dude, he was hitting so many buzzer beaters. It was like it was like he was hitting like consecutive buzzer mm-hmm. beaters. And it's like, dude, how do you just like keep hitting buzzer beaters? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was the that guy that like you do not want him to get the ball at the last second because he's gonna find a way. No, to you're right. Yeah. right. He's clutch. Is he? Um, is Kobe the best shooting guard of all time? As of now, uh, well, I would say Michael Jordan. But Kobe's like right there. Okay. I'd say I put him at number two. Put him at number two. Yeah, I mean Michael Jordan's. A, I okay. mean he's the greatest of all time. Okay. But I mean Kobe, you know he he did everything he could to be our generation's Michael Jordan. Kobe is Jordan light. You feel me? Yeah. Like, like he's dying, Michael Jordan. Like he's Jordan. But light. I wouldn't even call it like that. Like he's, he's like Kobe's close. He's. He's he's the closest player ever to Jordan. To Jordan. Yeah, in terms of play style, yeah, he's almost as good as. Jordan. Bro, he he like bro. Um, Jordan was his big bro. Like he emulated. Yeah. Like he said, "Yo, this is the best player I done ever seen. I want to be just like him, bro." Yeah. It's like, like he 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 worked at it, bro. Um, another fun fact, and and, and you're you're gonna love this. Do you uh, know who's um Kobe's favorite football team? Yes, I do. I don't you do? Know. Can you say it real quick? No. Um, my my fellow. This, this, is, this is a Kobe my, podcast. Why are we yeah. going off topic? We're, we're not going off topic. I'm just talking about how much I miss my fellow Eagles fan. He's won more titles than your football team. Fly Eagles, fly. He's, he's I don't won care. More titles than your football team in an entire that's, football franchise. That's that's fine. That's <laughs> hey. That's that's fine. But um. If we don't got anything else, man, this is our Kobe and um, yeah. Gianna tribute. R.I.P. to Kobe, to Mama Brian. You will be missed, man. And um, yeah, you uh, you you uh, a kid from um Italy? Yeah, he came from Italy, right? If yeah, I'm not he, mistaken. I think I think he's from Philly. Yeah, and he lived in Italy for living a little in Italy. Bit. Yeah, and like. Dude, he learned like several different languages. Exactly, yeah, because he ran into Luca and he yeah. spoke to Luca in like Slo- that. Slovenian, and Luca was like, "What?" He was like confused. Like, he's a man of all trades. Like, he wasn't just a basketball player because he was trying to. Uh, he won an Oscar too, mm-hmm. and like I think he was like trying to like get into the arts too. Like, he had a whole vision but after he had basketball. A plan. Like, yo, he he wanted to do more. I, I could see Kobe. Actually, being a really good coach too. Oh yeah, because he even said he wanted to coach in the WNBA. Yeah, like he said he wanted to start in the WNBA. Like I could see him being a really good coach. I I just feel like we miss out on so many potential. Like the Mamba. Yeah, would have get given us, and that's just unfortunate. It's tough, but but hey, we'll, we'll always remember him. You feel me? Sure. And well, that's it, y'all. This is Off the Bench Podcast, and this is our tribute, Kobe. Thanks for listening, man.